You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Karen Buri. I'm your host, Deep Health Practitioner, keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. This is the professional women, uh, they, lose their, they lose weight by not following diets. No BS diets, guys. Okay, good morning. How are you? Today's live is dedicated to something that we discussed in my Accelerator group, which is a program that follows a challenge. So it's a 12-week program in which we accelerate the journey uh, and we build upon what's already been achieved in the 30-day challenge. So one of these things that we were talking about was all or nothing. We were talking about when you start doing something, you give up on it because you say, well, if I've had this, I might as well have this. And then you get into this vicious circle of not doing that because you need the situation to be perfect. And I'm here to tell you now that there is no such thing as situation being perfect. So I want to talk to you about something called all or none. This is a worksheet that my guys do when they go in the 30-day challenge. What we talk about is, and to get into this habit, we talk about what is the best, absolute best choice and what's the absolute worst choice that you can make. So it's a, it's a, it's a sheet just says to you, consider the following continuum and how it relates to your current situation. So whatever you do, whether that's a weight loss journey, whether that's a health journey that you're following, whatever it is that you're doing, what is the better choice that you can make? Sometimes you might so. So, for example, if you've gone to a, if you want to order a takeaway and you are, you know, on a weight loss journey and you're on two, in two minds and you're really struggling, should I, should I not? But the rest of family wants to, but you perhaps don't want to, don't want to have this temptation. So what do you do? Do you then say, well, do you know what? I just want to be with my family, eat the same foods as them. And I'm just going to give into this. I just can't be bothered with it. I'm just going to, you know, I started January instead. You know, you might say anything to yourself to justify that behavior. And that occurs from you saying to yourself, I'm either in it, completely in it, full on, or I'm not doing it. Now, that doesn't necessarily have to be the way of life, which is what this podcast, this live is about. This is where people fall down because they want the situation to be perfect. They want it to be no takeaways come in front of me. Well, it's not going to happen because you have children, you have family that they are not on the same journey as you. So you need to think about what is the best choice you could make. So you could always order. So I would say that you could always eat the takeaway, but you could order something which was a bit more cleaner. So what would the example say? Let's say we're ordering Indian takeaway. The better example of that would be something which hasn't got a lot of sauce, something which hasn't got a lot of cream, something that hasn't got a lot of um, fat in it. You could have that. You could have a handful of rice, 
absolutely fine, isn't it, really? And you could actually have some vegetables or some salad. You could ask for that. Now, this would be still being on health journey, still being on a weight loss journey, but not freaking out because you've had to have a takeaway with your family and now everything has gone to pot. If, you're th if you think like that, guys, you're going to really struggle in life because all or nothing doesn't serve us, really. No, there are a very few number of people that are all in it, right? Very few, because that's also not a great way of living when there's no joy left in anything apart from diet foods. Who wants to live like that? Nobody. And then the nothing is where you go the other side completely, where you are, you just don't care until you get onto another diet. You'll just eat whatever. You don't need to be in that situation. Just take one situation at a time and decide for yourself, what is my best option? If you tend to put weight on easily, if you tend to um, watch what you're eating, you can always come up with a better solution. Okay, so look at it this way. First, you would say the absolute worst choice would be if I was to order, I don't know, say chicken korma. I think that's cooked in cream. I don't order that, but I'm just going to say as an example. Uh, and you've had a chapati, uh, sorry, naan bread, and you've had rice. And that's the, probably for you, you're probably saying, I'm just giving an example that this is the worst choice ever. What's the absolute best choice? Oh, it's better not to order it. What is the difference? What is the middle part of that where you get to have something, but you don't break things that you're on a journey that you're on, that would be it. I was talking to one of my clients from Accelerator Group actually. On a Friday night, she decided she's going to have a treat now, every Friday night. So she ordered herself some, she wanted some Wagamama. <laughs> I love Wagamamas too. A uh, good choice, by the way. Um, but they won't deliver. She didn't want to go out. So she decided to have some Nando's. I think so she ordered whatever she ordered, but she said that she couldn't, she... She ordered that without feeling bad and she's on a journey. She didn't feel guilty. She didn't feel awful about ordering Nando's. She thought she's made a good choice. She made more of a cleaner choice by ordering Nando's. So within Nando's, you can also order some clean food. You could have some sweet potato mash. You could have some chicken breast with that. You can have some roasted vegetables. You could, couldn't you? So there's always a choice to be made. But when you say to yourself, what is the point now? What is the point? I've just had this bar of chocolate. I might as well just have another one. There is a danger right there because you've just told yourself, given yourself permission, if I've had one, I might as well have another one because it's now November and then December is going to be a write-off. This is how people speak, by the way. This is, this is not me speaking. This is the exact words I've listened to. These are the exact lines I've listened to. I'm going to write off December. Some people have said they're writing off 2020. You don't write anything off. Well, you absolutely live in every single day and you're experiencing things every single day. But if you've told yourself, I'm going to wait till January before I start my health journey, let me tell you something. I have news for you. You're not going to do it because you haven't done it before. So why are you going to start in January? What is stopping you doing it right now? What is stopping you making that, those small changes, which doesn't have to have a label of anything on top saying, I am on a diet. You just make a tiny little change and you stick to it. The key is consistency. If you're going to tell yourself you're going to do a walk, if you've just done one in a week and then you're going to wait till January to do the rest of them, well, you know the result. If you've told yourself, I'm going to start drinking water, you've done once and then you thought, I can't just deal with this because you've given yourself a huge target, all or nothing, all or nothing. Let's stay in the middle and let's see what we can do. Sometimes you push yourself. So we are currently on a challenge um, the accelerator group is for water challenge and walking challenge just to get them motivated and keep them on track almost. 
So every day I go into the group and I will pop down who's done what, how much water did you drink, and the results are there. You know, those are little challenges you push yourself in. But you can't have a challenge for the rest of your life. You've got to develop and cultivate some habits which will serve your long-term goal. But when you tell yourself all or nothing, you've already told yourself that you're a failure because you can't stick to nothing. You've told yourself, you self-sabotage, you've given yourself some negative talking to. Now, whenever you try something, you or your mind is ready to say, you can't do this. You're not, you're not made for this. And then look for something that you think you're made of, like another shiny diet, which doesn't exist, by the way, or a pill. Right. There's a, there was a program on TV I was watching the other day. Um, they were talking about weight loss pills. And some of these things, Amazon's actually given them a badge to say they are uh, Amazon backed up by Amazon. It's like an Amazon approved badge is called. Um, but the reality was when they tested these, these um, weight loss pills, they didn't actually do anything. They didn't actually work. How can they work? Tell me. Tell me if you're sat down all day and you're eating lots of chocolate and crisps and biscuits and then you pop a pill into your body. You're actually telling me that you're going to be sat down and you're going to be losing the fat while sitting down. So before you take the pill, I really think it's some common sense and logic required to actually believe in that. The people that you see who've lost weight, have, has, they've had to work super hard every single day for probably years to maintain that. No one is popping pills, by the way. There is no pill right now that's invented. There may be something that may suppress your appetite. There is such thing as that. How good it is, I don't know. But <laughs> weight loss is not just for fat loss, is it? Your weight loss is so your knees and your joints are more capable of carrying you so that you can... Uh, feel better within yourself so your self-confidence will be better so your self-esteem will come up that you are enjoying life to the, to the max not constantly worrying about what food's going into your body and feeling constantly guilty about that and if you are then there is some deeper work to be done there's some groundwork to be done if I've given you a sheet of paper and said right this is your plan get on with eating like this but not actually found out what is going on in the background with you right which we call a foundation work, the background. And you don't look at that. You don't unveil the trauma that's driven you to eat like this, perhaps, or it's purely a habit. It starts with something. There's always a trigger. So my trigger was postnatal depression. It started like that. But then what happened was I created, a, cultivated a habit, a tasty one, you know, the nachos and the, and the sugar laces that I tell you about many, many times. But that was a habit that I created, postnatal depression or not but that this is this is who I was but I don't have those now what what habits have I created now that serve my goal are the eating three non-processed as, as as clean food as possibly I can but if I go somewhere i.e on holiday and that food is not there I'm not taking it with me for example no, normally I take porridge and nuts and pretty much everything uh, but if we're going abroad and that food isn't available, then I'm just going to make the best choices while I'm there. Because guess what? Fruit is available pretty much everywhere. Everywhere, Vegetables are pretty much available everywhere. So those are the two things immediately which are non-presses that you can eat. Or you make a choice and say, Do you know what? I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm on holiday. That's fine too. 
But it's when you say to yourself, well, I've been on holiday now and that week I said to myself, I, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to have as much alcohol as I want, treats as I want, puddings as I want. But when I come back, I'll get back on being back to my non-processed food. It detox my body a little bit. But then when you come back and you say to yourself, oh, what's the point now? You know, I've lost all of, I put the weight back on. And it could be you've put two to four pounds, which you can easily lose. But you've given up. And you wait for a moment when a friend says to you, do you want to do this diet? Should we do it together? But you haven't got any consistent regime in, in your life to keep to a certain weight. You're going to have to work. You have to work at your body. You have to work every single day on your body. You have to work every single day on your mindset. You have to work every single day on your sleep. Don't know, some kind of alarm's going off. Not mine. So remember that all or nothing doesn't work. Don't be a all or nothing person. I, I many times talk about to my clients uh, and we discuss this openly because the absolute best choice and the absolute worst choice, write it down. Now think about the choice you've made and think about what it fits on the count, if it was, fits in the continent and where is it? So finally, what would be, what would be the slightly better choice? What would be the slightly better choice when you're about to give up on your thing because you're all in it or all not? You know, I get some people saying to me, I am so good at this. When I join you, I'm going to be all in it. And, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. But they're also alarm bells ring for me because when they don't have a perfect situation, i.e. lockdown comes around, they have to go on Zoom suddenly. They used to see me face to face. That's not perfect situation for them. They can't handle it. What happens? They give up on their health journey because they cannot handle it being a perfect situation. Some people have given up on it and some have pivoted understanding this exact point. And guess what? They're in a much better place than the people who gave up. The people who gave up are waiting for the perfect moment to arrive, which guess what, guys? It is not coming. And this is not me being pessimist. What is the perfect moment? You describe it to me. What is a perfect moment? There isn't a perfect moment. Perfect moment is right now. Right now, what does your body need? What It needs water. It needs sleep. It needs good food. Why are you not giving it to it? Why are you choosing to be perfect? I had another client actually, she's fantastic and I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this and I'm sure she listens to most of my podcast. She's moving home. I'm not going to use any names. She's moving her mother-in-law in fact and she was right in the middle of the challenge and it was it got overwhelming for her and she decided that this is, I can't do this. I'm just going to do whatever, you know, I'm just going to leave it and then I'll join back in January and I, I could see that. I, I remember I know this pattern, perfect situation. It would have been perfect to just stay in one place and do it, of course. But as she's moving, moving homes, packing up stuff, not for herself as well as her mother-in-law, two houses to be packed, quite a lot of work. Her mindset was not present. So she decided to text me and say, I can't do this right now. Well, I actually saw that though she was not commenting. She was from being really, really active in the group, not commenting. And... I gave her a couple of bits of advice and I said, okay, what is fine? Fine, you don't need to be active in the challenge, but what can you do? What is it that you can do? Let's not do all or nothing. What can you do? In fact, unfortunately, we didn't quite reach this exact um, challenge for her to fill out because she hadn't quite reached that. She would have reached it about now. 
um, what can you do instead? And she said, I, well, I've decided I'm going to do every day something. So this one particular time we were talking, she said she's going to get some chicken from Iceland. She's going to get some frozen veg. And every day she's just for lunch, she's going to make food for herself, like a Mediterranean chicken and vegetable stew type thing. You see, what's wrong with that? She's nourishing her body. She doesn't necessarily need to be stuck into the challenge to do this. Challenge will give her a lot more information. She will focus. She's, but things happen in life. She had to move. She didn't, perhaps she didn't know this move date was coming so soon, right? But she hasn't given up on it. She hasn't given up on herself. She has decided to do something every single day for her. And I really hope that she carries on. That's, that, that's it. She's already getting results. Because the result is that she's eating really good food. Or even if one of her meals are better than the three. You know, I was talking to my son who absolutely loves all sugary treats. And both of them do. I mean, who doesn't? What kids don't? So I said to, and we have this daily battle. Not a battle. I always ask him, what did you have for lunch today in school? So he's gone to all, uh, secondary school and he has money on the thumb. You know, you touch it and you buy whatever you want. So with my older son, we gave him a budget. So the money was there for one drink and some food, maybe a little snack. So we had a budget for each day. And he stuck with that, stuck with that budget for the past four years. Bless him. My little one, however, is experimenting. The first week we let him. The second week we let him as well. He's like, oh, I want to try that. I want to try that. He's excited, you know, so you let him. But unfortunately, he's not making very good choices in school. So... <laughs> He tells me he's having hot chocolate, he's had potatoes at 11 o'clock, potato bravos, you know, very, he would never have that at home. Uh, he would have pizza and chips and chicken burgers, you know, all his favorite foods, basically. So I said, okay, is there any like, good food choices? And he keeps saying, there's nothing, mom, you don't understand. It's just so not tasty. These are the only things I like. And, you know, after a little bit of, I thought, you know what, I'm going to stop asking. What I did say to him. I'm not going to ask what you're having. You stick to your budget though. Firstly, I'm not going to ask you. you. You're big enough to decide what kind of food you need to have. However, I am going to intervene in your breakfast and also your dinner. What did I mean by that? I meant you're going to, um, I would like it if you could have two boiled eggs, a piece of toast, maybe a bit of yogurt and some fruit. Now that's pretty good breakfast, isn't it? Really good breakfast. So high protein yogurt with some berries in it bit of vitamin C going on, a bit of dairy for him as well. Um, and then he's having his two boiled eggs. He loves, they call it dippy dippy in my house. <laughs> my nieces and nephews say the same. So chopped up pieces of toast. He's having that now every morning. And in the evening, another condition was in there that he will have definitely some vegetables, but the vegetables could be of his choice, which is broccoli and broccoli and broccoli. So I make sure I have enough broccoli in the house and I don't mind making the same thing because the issue that he should have different ones is mine, not his. He's happy to have the broccoli, but he's got to have a, a good quality piece of protein, a bit of carbs there and that. And I've stopped asking, what are you having at lunchtime? Because it was making him feel awkward and he couldn't, he started to feel bad because he knows the choices he's making are not great. But I said, this is a compromise, isn't it? This is, this is like 60% good food. 40% or 30% what he's making his choices are not so great. So what can you, what's in my control here? I can't control the school. Unfortunately, I am a little upset that the school is allowing, is allowing my son to buy lattes. He bought it once. It was so bitter. He said he couldn't drink it. Um, and the school allowed, allows 
chocolate brownies and muffins you know that's that is allowed i just wish it wasn't there but that's my wish and it's not going to come true and uh, so everybody tells me you have to teach them at home uh, but why why can't the school not have this where why is there a need to have a brownie in school why tell me someone tell me that there isn't there is enough brownies that they get on the weekends and outside anyway so this is a whole topic for another day as you can see, I get very passionate about this. There's so many kids could actually eat healthy if there was some control over what is being given to them. While they're learning, we can put that control in place. I've already taught him. He already knows how much sugar is in a brownie. What, what now if he's not making good choice? His, his friends are having it. His friend who's actually quite, well, he says, Mom, he's really skinny and he has two everyday chocolate brownies. Well, what should I say about that? I don't know. So he can have it because he's skinny? Not really. How much sugar is going into these kids' bodies by 11 o'clock? With a hot chocolate, a brownie, a cookie, it's all available. It's all homemade, by the way. I know they all make it on the premises, but the sugar is sugar. Whether you make it at home, whether you label it vegan, whether you label it whatever, sugar is sugar. So secondary school kids, mums, parents, this is what's happening right there. Anyway, I taught both my kids the same and the older one doesn't make these choices, but the younger one does. I don't know. So on that note, <laughs> we have decided he does whatever he does in school under his budget, but at home he eats well. I can only control two meals. I can't control three. So he does. So this is all or nothing. If I said, well, he's eating badly in school anyway. Might as well just let him do whatever at home as well. Oh, you don't want breakfast? Don't worry about having breakfast. Just go without it or have sugary cereal instead. I could say that, couldn't I? I could just write it off. Could you try write, and, and I could say he doesn't listen or does not interested in eating healthy. You don't need to do that. So what is my best option? What is in my control? This is in my control. I can control the food I'm bringing at home. I can control the snacks here. I can just take them away. So whatever he's doing in school is fine. Whatever he's having at home is fine. So now at home he has fruits, he has yogurts, he has chicken, he has beef, whatever's cooked, some lentils, chickpeas, whatever's cooked, he has that, which is great. He's actually got really good at eating food, um, eating evening meals. So all or nothing, guys. So my last point really I want to make is you're about to start some kind of journey. Don't do all or nothing. If you have a bad day, if you've had the chocolate, if you are craving it because you're about to go on your periods, okay, that doesn't mean you give up on what you've started. You don't give up on your walk because you've had a chocolate. You don't give up on your water hydration because you've gone and had a bar of chocolate. You don't give up on your sleep. You don't You don't give up on all the other, other uh, metrics that you've started to work towards and are making it into consistent approach to get you to a place where you want to be. So next time, if you have a little bad morning, even a bad day, don't give up. Just ask yourself, what is my best choice right now? What can I do right now rather than being and looking for right shiny diets? All right. Thank you very much for being with me. Thank you. And I will catch you tomorrow with another live and podcast. Have a great day. Don't forget hydration and don't forget your water. This is obviously saying it to my, my clients because they're all on a challenge this week. It's day three of challenge. I'm going to go into the group now and remind them of that water and show them my bottle as well, which is, oh, that's the empty one. Oh, it's over there. So these are the bottles that we'll be having. That's a two litre. There should be seven of those by the end of the week. It's pretty good, actually. It's making me go to the toilet a lot. 
Anyway, speak to you soon. Speak to you tomorrow. Take care, guys. Bye for now. Have a great day. Don't forget my live tonight at half past four. Around if it's five o'clock. The homework's taken quite a long time. So homework's taken between four and five. However, he's got tournament today. So he says it's going to be finished by 4.30. Let's see. And you'll see me anytime around quarter to five to five for a anti-diet meal recipe directly into these groups that I'm talking to now. Take care, guys. Bye for now. Hey, everybody. This is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30-day anti-diet challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.